0: This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go! This is a Fantasy Fast Track Podcast. I'm Brad the Big Noise Evans, joined by Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston from The Athletic and Super Bowl 56 is on the horizon in Los Angeles, California. Uh, We got the L.A. Rams, the home team, in their creature confines of SoFi Stadium, taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Brandon, to kick things off on this special edition of the Fantasy Fast Track pod, let's get a game score prediction, my man. The Rams are laying four. The total hasn't budged pretty much anywhere. It's at 48 and a half across the board. What do you got for me?
1: 48 and a half Ooh, it looks like i'm gonna just slip slightly on over that i'm going to take the home team to eke one out this is a final team with possession wins that will be the rams 26 to
0: 23 oh wow okay i'm going under and i'm gonna go with the bungles uh 23 to 20 yeah evan mcpherson wins the game On his way to
1: MVP, right. Yeah, well, the third highest
0: liability, according to (laughs) BetMGM, in the MVP market, no BS. (laughs) It's Evan McPherson. So there you go. Uh, I'm taking the Bengals. Yeah, I'll take them on the money line. Definitely take them on the plus four. I'm going to be on the under and Funston uh, going opposites, Uh, taking the Rams and also the over on the 48 and a half. Oh, that was down and dirty and rapid fire. I love it. Let's get to it with another edition of the Fantasy Five. (laughs)
1: Number five.
0: All right, props, props, and more player props. Uh, Brandon, uh, there must be, I, I think, over under 995,000. That's probably <laughs> a rough estimate of uh, propage uh, that you can get your dirty little mitts on for Super Bowl 56. So what we're going to do is, uh, in our 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 countdown on the podcast, each one of us is going to give our number five, our number four, so on and so forth, whether it's a game prop, whether it's a player prop, Uh, And then at the end of the uh, podcast, we'll sprinkle in a little oddity as well, because I know there are some freaks out there who love the Gatorade color and various other things. So numero cinco, my man, what is on your board in Super Bowl
1: 56? Well, I'm just going to go as vanilla as it gets with my first one. And I'm just going to say that I love and look at anybody who was in on the Bengals at all could have got this at four and a half. Uh, in terms of the uh, the point spread, I just think the Bengals are going to cover. I love that one the most. Um, look, at, I looked at their season; they've only had two games where they didn't cover a four and a half point spread. There's been no games on the road where they've lost by, by by more than three. So, I don't think they're getting enough credit for going on the road and beating the number one Titans in the AFC, and and then going into the toughest place that some people think in in the NFL in terms of venues in Kansas City and winning that game and and even when they lose on the road, it's it hasn't been by more than three. Like I said, so I'm gonna start with Cincinnati to cover one of my favorite props.
0: All right, uh, that's well, not really a prop. That's just not a really side, a my, But my you know, Brandon already failing at this exercise that I assigned him. But that's fine. That's fine. I'll get the give other you ones are
1: gonna be the other ones are gonna be along the lines of what you want. But I just wanted to get that one out there.
0: All right, well, uh, let's stick with the Cincinnati theme, and I am uh, scratching a uh, little itch for meow, Jamar Chase. He's going to earn his friskies. Uh, not so much as a receiver, but I love the over on 3.5 rush yards. Now, truth be told, I got this number when it opened at DraftKings at 2.5. 3.5, he can still find it at FanDuel at minus 122 in the over. Uh, he has only been over this once in the postseason in which he had three rushes for 23 yards. And I'm putting that in air quotes because it was a backwards pass uh, on a couple of those. Uh, He did register a rush against Tennessee, one for two, and then in the conference championship against KC, one for three. But I I think he'll get a rush opportunity. I think it's going to be more than four yards. So, given his explosivity, uh, given how, you know, all the tricks are going to come out of the bag uh, for Zach Taylor going up against his predecessor, uh, his confinant former confinant and Sean McVay that I think Jamar Chase uh, will get that over on three and a half rush yards. Again, minus 122 at Vandals.
1: Number four. All
0: right, Brandon, number four on your board. Let's not drop the ball here. Give me something exciting. Uh,
1: Well, I'm going to go total sacks in the game combined. Ooh. Five and a half sacks total. First of all, the Bengals are terrible in pass protection, and Joe Burrow was one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the league and the Rams have a great pass rush so I think the Rams are going to get get some there but you also look at the Rams side and protecting Matt Stafford first first eight games they only allowed nine sacks in the final eight games 18 sacks allowed they've allowed a lot of sacks of Matt Stafford down the stretch Cincinnati has some guys that can add to this total I think there's six plus sacks in this game and we know Joe Burrow had a game in the first round of this playoffs where he goes sacked nine times. So, uh, listen, I think this is a low threshold given uh, the talent on the Rams side and the fact that the Rams haven't been great at protecting Stafford of late.
0: No, they have not. I actually like the over on Cincinnati one and a half sacks, probably more than mm-hmm. anything else in the uh, yeah. sacks market. So a little six machine <laughs> to go James Brown on you. Um I'm going to go with a Kendall Blanton anytime touchdown at number four for me. Woo. At plus 260 at FanDuel right now. Best odds in the business. All he does is get red zone love. And Tyler Higby is questionable. We'll see how limited he may be in this game. And Cincinnati was overly generous in the regular season opposing tight ends. So I think Kendall Blanton scores a TD. And hell, Brandon, you can maybe twist my arm and say he's the first TD score of the game.
1: Oh, Why not? oh. Why not? it's got to be. I mean, that's like that's like a retirement level bet right there. You win that one. You're you know, well, you're-
0: that would be like an, a, hitting the exacta like that guy <laughs> did at FanDuel on a free $20 right. bet and cashing it over a half a million. No, not quite that much. But uh, score first TD in the game. Best odds right now at BetMGM at 16 to 1 for Kendall Blanton. Ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh, ooh. Spicy like- a Ball like it quite a bit. Double up on those sacks and don't. Fade, Kendall Blanton.
1: Number three. All
0: right, moving on here. Numero trace uh Brandon. Give me your third favorite Super Bowl prop on your board. What is it?
1: Oh, uh, let's drill down on my last prop, which was sacks. So let's stick with that, but let's go with a player prop here. I'm going to go with Leonard Floyd to get a sack. Uh, he is the third. Uh, So Aaron Donald and uh, Von Miller have, you know, you get you have to pay the juice. But with Leonard Floyd, you can get this at like plus 130 to get a sack. He has 20 sacks in the last two years for the Rams. Uh, I mentioned the Bengals and their their troubles protecting the quarterback. Second worst adjusted sack rate in the league. The Rams had the best pass rush win rate in the league and if you look at i'm expecting aaron D- donald to get double covered i'm expecting jonah williams on uh, the left tackle to be handling uh, von miller leonard floyd comes off the right side against uh, the right tackle isaiah price and i think that is going to be a place where you know he can get get after the quarterback that's going to be the weak spot there on that offensive line and, and that, the thing i like about the sack prop here is it's going to be zero point five over or under zero point five. He can get a half a sack and end up pushing. So there's, I <laughs> mean, you know, and so that's that's in play, which is nice. But I think he's going to get a sack. So that's plus one thirty to to have Leonard Floyd get to Joe Burrow.
0: Yeah, I like that one quite a bit. Gets induced by the jews Everybody's pounding Aaron Donald, who is like minus two hundred. There's no yeah. value there anymore. So no value. yeah, you got to you got a pivot pivot. And as we say on the Faith and Oi series XM radio show, two to four PM Eastern on the Fantasy Channel. Listen daily to Brandon and I's shenanigans. Uh yeah, I like that one quite a bit. Uh you know the other one I like? Van Van, he's our man, Brandon. And I'm gonna take the over on seventeen and a half yards longest catch at minus one twenty. Uh this just seems like doesn't it seem like the gift that keeps
1: on giving for well, Van Jefferson? It's basically saying I think Van Jefferson's gonna get a catch. I mean that's how it feels to right. me. Like very easily, if he gets one catch, it's going for 18-plus yards. That's kind of who he is.
0: Well, that's exactly what it is. And if you look at some of the advanced analytics here in the postseason, uh, a man that, yeah, look, he's only had 41, 29, and 9 in terms of overall yardage in the three postseason games. So he's averaging 15.8 yards per catch. But more importantly, a 19.9 ADOT average depth of target. And he was a player that, you know, routinely went over this number. You and I, this was one of our favorite player props pretty much the entire regular season, right? Yep. So, you know, I, I think uh, ultimately uh, he is going to surge over, probably get you know, the single catch, uh, take a bite out of Eli Apple maybe once or twice. Uh, <laughs> and They both could be 20-yarders. And I don't even notice this, too, but I saw it bet MGM. So the opening line of receiving yards for Van Jefferson was 36-and-a-half, and it is – Humbled to 29 and a half. And I think there's value there now of the over. Don't you? Yeah, I absolutely do. I think that's a great call. Yeah, I think so as well. So Van Jefferson, catch a long bomb. We're three and make me some money.
1: Number two.
0: All right, Brandon. Number two. Your Super Bowl props
1: board. Uh let's share it. With the maybe three people that are listening to this podcast, what is <laughs> Well, let's get a little bit crazy. Let's do a little cross-sport action.
0: Oh, uh, I'd love it when you do these cross-sports. Okay. Yeah, is it NBA?
1: It is. All right. I am going to go with Jason Tatum. More made threes than L.A. Rams touchdowns. And now the reason I'm drawn to this uh, is because, first of all, past nine games, Tatum's averaged 3.7 three-pointers per game. He's facing Atlanta on Super Bowl Sunday. Two games against them, he's averaging three and a half uh, three-pointers. Looking at the Rams, they've scored more than three touchdowns just once in their last nine games. So... If they score three or less, there's a good chance that I'm doing no worse than a push. Um, But I'm getting plus 160 odds on Tatum winning this. So the Rams score two touchdowns and Tatum gets three threes which I think is very possible, and I think that's what your score would would have it be, you know, with the Rams at, like, two touchdowns, then I win this one. But Tatum's had games of nine and seven in the last nine games of three-pointers, so he could absolutely blow – you know, he has the ability to obliterate the Rams in touchdowns.
0: No, I I love that prop, dude. Those cross ones are a ton of fun. You can see uh, unearth some considerable line value,
1: no question,
0: uh, if you know what you're doing. So great call there. Uh, you know I love the same game parlays, uh, but I'm not doing like a octo leg or anything like nutty like that. Uh, I like the little two leggers uh, to get reduced the juice and then get seduced by it. And you know I, I can't resist these. It's my it's my running quarterbacks. <laughs> oh, I love the price. rush yards. Uh, Joe Burrow nine or more rush yards. Matt Stafford six or more rush yards at DraftKings plus 185 for them to cross those thresholds. I ain't got to worry about Neil downs, especially with Stafford because he had some deep ones. Yeah. And the last round, I mean, they were like Patrick Mahomes-esque from a couple of years ago. It's like, dude, just go full-time Brady. You take the snap, you take a knee. Don't, like, take three steps back and lose, like, two yards per kneel well, What's down.
1: What's the yardage recent history for Stafford?
0: Uh, Well, let me give you Burrow first because I have that in front of me. So, okay. Burrow has been over nine yards in one, two, three, four of his last six. He had five for 25, had that Houdini run where he slipped mm-hmm. a couple of sacks against Kansas City. So that's trending in the right direction there, and Stafford, like shockingly, has started to run as well here in this postseason. Uh, he has in total fifteen rush attempts. Brandon twenty two six and eight is what he's gone for.
1: Okay, so he's starting to he's starting to shake shake it loose a little bit.
0: I, I mean, he he is basically Lamar Jackson at this point. <laughs> basically a Lamar Jackson, a near equivalence in
1: my Sure, estimation. yes absolutely.
0: Uh, there, There is no other rhyme or reason to this at all <laughs> other than the quarterbacks are going to put it all on the line and they both have been running a little bit more than what we've seen so Stafford, six or more rush yards Burrow, nine plus rush yards, plus 185 at DraftKings. Number one All right, numero uno on your board, my friend. Do share
1: uh Yes, this is Joe Mixon over 24 and a half receiving yards. Oh, um, you, you know what?
0: You and I are going to be very symbiotic here, but continue.
1: Yeah, well, he's done this five straight. He has like 26 catches in the last five games. I, they are throwing to him a ton. And I was just editing a column at The Athletic where a guy was uh, laying out the reasons why the Bengals would beat the Rams. And what he said is because of that heavy pass rush of the Rams, I talked about it already, about how good they are, slip screens where the running back slips through that oncoming rush. You know, it's almost basically they hold for a beat or two and then, you know, let the guys through. And then you just drop the ball. Over that rush into the flat to Joe Mixon, slip screens are going to be a huge part of how the how the Bengals will mitigate that pass rush. So Joe Mixon, who's been rocking and rolling in the passing game, there's every reason to believe in this game that they're going to have to use his services even more in that capacity.
0: Yeah, my wife over the years has uh, given me the slip screen multiple times, <laughs> multiple times. Like this jackass, no way in hell, Just, I'm out yeah. of here. <laughs> you,
1: you think you think you got it, and then oh. Now, elusive, peace oh, all yep. of a sudden she's asleep <laughs> 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 well uh, there's oh. always tomorrow
0: there's always tomorrow uh all right so here's what i did with joe mixon on the, i love the singular prop on receiving urns i got it at 25 and a half and i broke out the, the sledgehammer drop on to it.
1: 24 it's actually dropped you can get it at 24 and a half I, places now
0: well i might have to quadruple down then on it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense to me. But so I did an SGP with Mixon because I wanted to see what the correlation was with receptions, correlate, synergize, bring it all together. So at DraftKings, you can do Mixon four or more receptions, Mixon 30 or more receiving yards, because I think he is going to cross 30 in this, and you get a plus 125 for all the reasons you mentioned.
1: Mm. Plus 125? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, that, that's I'm, my I'm warming up to Joe Mixon in a big way. Like, I like him being at like almost even odds for an anytime touchdown. I think because um, he's, he's had 16 and 17 games during the regular season. I just think between I what I think will be a decent amount of work in the passing game, you know, bagels get point blank or get close to the goal line. He's also a guy that's had 13 rushing touchdowns during the regular season. So. Uh, if anybody's going to score for the Bengals, if they get two to three touchdowns in this game, I'd be surprised if Joe Mixon didn't get one of them. Yeah,
0: he's going to score. I, 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 I'm I in complete agreement with you there. But uh, regardless, you and I, hand in hand, uh, I'm imagining a frolicking shirtless uh, along a California coastline Oh, when it comes okay. to Joe Mixon.
1: I hope you're Wait, all right with that. Hope you me- imagine it's like Apollo Creed and Rocky splashing <laughs> in the water. <laughs> That's right.
0: And-, <laughs> and like hugging each other. Yeah, our bodies glistening in the California sunshine. Um, Yeah, I'm not that cut, though. You know, (laughs) you keep working the Peloton, man. You may be there one day. You may be Uh, there one day. All right, before we get out of here, give me your favorite oddity. You know, it could be something off the board, something people aren't thinking about, off the beaten path that is your favorite in this Super Bowl.
1: Uh, yeah, I saw the odds and I'm trying to I'm drawing a blank, it, it, whether it was like bet online or somewhere. But I saw the odds for the first person to speak, sing or rap during a halftime show. And this is on my my Super Bowl party prop sheet. The downloadable sheet. You can print it out. If you have a Super Bowl party, you want to have some fun with people kind of guessing these random things. But Mary J. Blige was at plus 300 and she was the fourth person on the list. Uh, only Kendrick Lamar had longer odds of being the first person to open a mouth. And I'm like, She's an OG. Ladies first. I could see them opening with like family affair. It has the great words to that. It's basically just a a call to let's get out on the dance floor and get going. You know, it's like to me, it's a it's a perfect party starter. Plus, like I said, Ladies First, OG, Mary J. Blige. I can see her being the one. So at plus 300, I love those odds.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm in agreement with you there. Uh, I'm going to try to keep it to a legal sports book here in the country, Brandon, instead of (laughs) referencing one uh, in a Central American country. Well done there. Uh, New Jersey Gaming Commission, uh, do not come after us, please, if you're listening to this. My favorite oddball, uh, I do like the Gatorade color. Because you and I have talked about this on the Sirius XM show, and Nato DeFino, who you work alongside at The Athletic, wrote this up. And remember, he interviewed a guy that was a Gatorade executive a year ago, and he said it was intentionally randomized, the Gatorade colors. So the way that Gatorade does it, they select the flavors themselves that the teams are going to consume in the Super Bowl, and they fill up three coolers on the sideline, and they put them side by side so the players you know, can sample whatever they want during the game uh, to get their refreshment. So at the end of the game, it is completely random. It's like three-card Monty of the player picking up the cooler and then finding the coach and dumping him on the coach. And since 2010, Orange has led the way uh, with five dumpings. Uh, Blue is number two with three. Yellow slash green is one. But we had two instances, 2013 with the Ravens and 2017 with Belichick, where there was no Gatorade bath. Right. Right. And then it was yeah. like what oh five to oh eight. It was four straight Super Bowls. It was clear. So I would just say screw it. Go go for the Hail Mary, Chuck, and go purple at twelve to one at DraftKings.
1: Well, I don't know. What did you say was none on there though? Is that no? A, none's that on a- there. None's like uh, plus five fifty, I believe. And that might not be bad because we talked about this on our Sirius XM show that if this is truly a last possession game and the game is hanging in the balance till the very end, then you may not get a Gatorade splashdown because there's no time for them to, you know, sneakily conspire to grab the Gatorade bucket and then dump it on the coach. They'd have to act very quickly because I'm assuming it's a final score. You know, there's pandemonium and it, that, that gets lost in the shuffle. So, um so yeah, I like that. I would say if I was betting on a, on a chalkier one, I would go orange because that's the original Gatorade. I mean, this was this was created by the University of Florida orange. I would not be surprised if there's some mandate that of the three coolers, one of them has to be orange at all time.
0: Yeah, that does make sense. Um, yeah, <laughs> that that was a fascinating one. It's a complete crapshoot. It really is. It's a bottom line. It's Uh, a a lot of fun to talk. I'll tell you what, I'll do double bonus time. i give you another quick one. I do like the over, and you and I talked about this as well on the radio show, total number of players to register a rush attempt, seven and a half.
1: Mm. Now,
0: it's juicy the over, minus 135, but let's run through it. Stafford, Burrow, done and done. The three running backs – for the L.A. Rams, so Cam Akers, uh, Sony Michelle, and Daryl Henderson because Henderson's going to play according to Sean McVay, so that's done. So then we're up to five. Mixon and P. Ryan. That's six, seven.
1: Well, hold the hold the phone now. I don't think P. Ryan has rushed the ball in the last couple of games. If okay, I'm
0: not gonna so say. America's ass is going to get the carry.
1: Well, we'll see. We'll see. I, like I said, we've we've talked this out. I. I think it might end up at 7, so I've uh, I've pumped the brakes on this one, but you're you're gung-ho because you think there's going to be all kinds of well, Jamar Chase receivers is get a crisscrossing. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah,
0: and maybe Cooper Cup, <laughs> and we know that M. McPherson's running RPO at some point.
1: Yeah, well, okay, so I've looked it up. P. Ryan does not have a carry in the last two playoff games, and Chris Evans – does not have he did i don't think he played in the last game but he had a carry in each of the first two so god all it takes is one you're right it's just one measly carry to add up so Uh, maybe somebody's going to play the william refrigerator perry role yeah there you go the the well there you go that's another fun fun (laughs) prop it's the fat man td TD. exactly yeah i think it's plus plus four ten to happen yeah, interesting. Yeah.
0: Again, uh, you know, pick your poison. There's a million different options that are out there. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Fantasy Fast Track podcast. Please follow Funston. On Twitter, at Brandon Funson, Follow me there, at Noisy Cuevas. Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy the Fantasy Fast Track Podcast. Uh, we'll resurface at some point. I don't know when. Down the road. <laughs> uh, and when we do, uh, it's going to be a, a banger of a show. Guaranteed. And right. until next time, as always, adios
1: amigos.